It's now a third part to our dead player reviews on Lockdown Coyotes. We go to three more players on the grades and reviews. How do they go through this season? We got Kyle Cavabianco, Andrew Ladd, and Nick Ritchie all on today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock right beside me on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. I want to remind everyone that this show is 100% free and available wherever you get your shows. Apple, Google, Spotify, and even YouTube. we got a great show for you today. We're talking more player reviews, debt player reviews. Before we have to, before we get to that though, today is a big day, Carl. Um, it's uh, right now. You guys, most of you guys are listening to this, and you're probably your morning commute or whatever. But this afternoon at 2 p.m., Tempe City Council is meeting for their first vote of the Arizona Coyotes proposal for the arena. And I say first vote because if this vote is a yes, it will open negotiations it won't be a yes but if it's a no it's a flat out no yeah so it's a should we continue with negotiations should we just stop this right now um pretty big vote uh i I don't really know what the general vibe is it it seems like so it's the um the climate has shifted so to speak um, remember back in back in February, we were talking about it where um, different uh, in, you know sources were coming out. I think even Craig Morgan reported that at the time of that time, you know, early February, late January, that the Coyotes did not have the votes. There was there were some uh, undecided voters that were swaying towards no on the Tebby City yeah. Council. Um, from what we know now is apparently that has shifted a little bit towards the favorable side, but it's still undecided. We still don't know. Yeah. And, and I will say for something like this, there's also probably like undecided votes seem like they would m- want to go towards more like, yes, let's keep negotiating because yes. that at least doesn't like cut things off. Mm-hmm. Uh, big thing is for listeners you can submit a comment card for the city of Tempe. Uh, there is a link where you can do that. Uh, I actually personally filled one out as a former resident of Tempe. I had opinions about this. I submitted a comment card. You could have it so you can read it in person, read it online, or just have it available to the council members beforehand. Uh, and we highly encourage you to do so. Absolutely, we do encourage you to do that. It's uh, just part of the uh, of the civil process, right? Of being, uh, you know, you know, of, of being a resident of Arizona, especially if you're here, it really you know helped voice you know voice those things. Um, and you can find that link 
It is it is a part of a tweet that we pinned to our Twitter profile at LO underscore Coyotes. So if you want to submit a, con a comment card, you can do so through our Twitter profile. Yep. Uh, up until noon Arizona time to just have it submitted. Not if you're going to like read it in person. I believe that is a later time. I believe I that's think... up, like up until like right before almost. Yeah. Like... Uh, and, and I know just from previous city council meetings, like if there's a large attendance, they may cut off it at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, uh, and if you're planning to attend, like the coyotes have encouraged you to do so. Please, everyone, remember to remain civil, show decorum. In Be the... respectful, it, do whatever. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it's, it's, it's how, how things go. Like I, there are city council meetings that go all over the place, but just again, be respectful. You also just don't want to be the crazy person of the city council Twitter. Like it's, it's not fun to be, to be that person. I mean, t t Tucson knows that Tucson yeah. knows that. <laughs> uh, and for everyone who also attended the Glendale city council meetings, quack, quack, quack. Uh, if you know, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Anyways, though, let's get to let's get into our uh, player reviews for today. Let's start off, uh, Carl, with Kyle Capobianco, one that uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you have probably wanted this to get to because there is a lot to get to for this kid, a kid that has been playing in the Coyotes organization since... 2016 is when he signed his first contract um and he's played in two it was like he really only played at the ohl then but he played he got like four games in the tucson whatever but yeah um but has been just bouncing between tucson first couple of years played really well you know played well with tucson got a chance get sent back down gets you no know, recovers get sent back down like endless endless and endless this was his um and I think looking at um, looking at it now, his uh, it was a fine. It was one last year of a uh, of a two year contract he had from an extension that from uh, from Bill Armstrong in the in the in the previous in the, in, the, in the previous set. But uh, yeah, he's now going to be a free agent. And it's tough to say what's going to happen with this one, Carl, because he, because we said we had he had to prove he belonged on an NHL t on an NHL roster, and I don't think he did that. Yeah, no, um, he absolutely did not. Um, there was times when he did, like I like a lot of flashes, especially at the end of the season, um, which I will give a lot of credit for. Like he finished strong, two assists in his last two games. But, you know, there's kind of a reason why we saw a bunch of AHL players getting starts over Capo Bianco, which mm -hmm. should not have happened. Like, just, like, that should not have been the year that he had. No, it, it shouldn't have been. And, and he, he had a decent stretch, too, in, in when he first got called up. Or not yeah. when he got called up. He, he, st he stayed up the entire time, pretty much. Um, but... Um, he cleared waivers and then, you know, because he, instead of getting sent down, he's like, all right, we'll keep you up because of whatever reason. Um, and uh, the first couple games, I think the first week or so, I think he got an assist and even a goal. Um, yeah. And, you know, and he's like, okay, maybe he can do something. 
But he, you know, finishing the season with nine points in forty-five games and a minus twelve, I'm like, I think is like, uh, yeah. Especially because, like, more often than not, he was a healthy scratch. He right. wasn't one of the many Coyotes who were like decimated by injury. Yeah. And again, that goes with, and that goes with saying, you know, too, like what you were saying. You know, Dyson Mayo started over him. Cam Deneen started over him. Vladislav Koyachonik. Mosier started over Like, those who were not even supposed to get called up started over Capobianco, and that's saying something. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Um, and, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, because the Coyotes have been very patient with Capobianco, but... Capobianco has also had to deal with a lot of injuries. Yes, he has. Um, um, that's absolutely true. I think his first crack at getting in, at getting uh, called up, I think within two games or so, he 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 tears his ACL or whatever. Yeah. And like the same thing happens the very next year. Like, dude, <laughs> I, I feel so bad for you. Yeah, I I, I honestly like. I don't know if he wants to resign with the Coyotes, but I'm not sure if the Coyotes want to resign him. Honestly, like I think if he is getting a deal, it's going to be minimum and it's going to be two way because at this point he he may just be like an AHL guy. Yeah. And an AHL like caliber hockey player is still a phenomenal accomplishment, but like it's also just kind of like a ceiling that he may have. He played well with the Tucson Roadrunners, and yeah. I will give him all the credit in the world for that. But I don't know; he he didn't really strike me as one who could be an NHL player. Yeah, no, he very well may end up being, um, from what I mentioned, I think earlier this week or last week, one of those quadruple A players. Someone yeah. that is like pretty darn good in the AHL and like looks like he can make the jump because he dominates in the AHL, but then like once he makes the jump, it just doesn't translate. Yeah. Or like he's good for like a three game stretch of a call up and then you send it back down because like the person gets healthy. Or he could be a player who like realize like hey this is what it is to be an nhl defenseman this season i'm gonna bust my ass this off season and i'm going to be like super ready next year uh that's always a possibility too just it was a rough year it's up to him to show how he can respond it is really up to him but unfortunately also there's a lot of fate in in how his contract goes because he's a free agent like yeah. it's it's do the coyotes take that take that chance on him that's one and like and if not what team will Seattle Kraken <laughs> I think they just need bodies <laughs> that right is now. a fault <laughs> that is a fault <laughs> Yeah they're the go to the Seattle Kraken Seattle Kraken uh, Yeah Uh yeah uh, I mean, would you grade him would you grade Capobianco I'm giving him a D. Just, just straight D. Minus. A D minus. Uh, all right. 
the expectation for Capo Bianco was that he proved that he was an NHL ready defenseman this season. I would say he failed in that goal. Uh, I really liked his showing through stretches. I really liked the end of the season he had. There were standout moments, but ultimately, I think he failed to show what he needed to show. So I'm giving him an F plus. I don't know if that's an actual <laughs> thing, uh, but that that's what I'm going for for Capo Bianco. Uh, I was always, you know, I was very tempted to uh, just give the uh, the quote Arizona grade of an E because here yeah. in Arizona we don't do Fs for some reason but um but no I yeah so but like we're r- roughly with the same range half a grade from each other yeah um, yeah and it just like you said cuz like 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 kind of based off what both of us were saying like we both had a expectation in mind of what we hoped his goal would be and and yeah it just didn't reach that goal and didn't reach our and very like very many of our expectations at all. Did he have good stretches? Yeah, but very very few. Um, and it just doesn't look good for him. Yeah, and and we've talked about like players who are not going to be resigning with the Coyotes. So the Coyotes aren't going to offer contracts to, um, and players are going to move on. But like when we talked about like Erickson, like that's an older player. Capo Bianco is young. And he has been with the Coyotes since being drafted. Like, and he did not have a good season in the most important year for him to have a good season. Uh, I will say this the Coyotes need defensemen. So uh, I don't know if he can't get a contract. If he busts his ass during the offseason, maybe he gets a PTO. Like, I could see that being a case if he doesn't sign a deal. I could also see a team like taking a chance on him. Like get, get a we, PTO um, under the supervision of John Ferguson Jr. Yeah. Not under the supervision of Bill Armstrong, but John Ferguson Jr. Yeah. Uh, I I just I don't know. This was this was a very big year for Capo Bianco, and uh, it it's very unfortunate that I just didn't think he did well in it. Absolutely. But from what it looks like is so far our lowest grade assigned to a player, um, which is unfortunate because I had I like I had high expectations for him early on in the last few years. Um, so it really sucks to 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 give him this grade. But unfortunately, you know, we have to be we have to be reasonable here. You know, it's, we have to we have to be pretty real. But yeah. that's about as much time as we can give on that. Cause we are overtime on this first bit. We're going to get to more uh, player reviews in a little bit. we got Andrew Ladd and Nick Ritchie coming up in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Carl. So we have all been asking, and Built has finally delivered. Built granola bars are here. The Built granola bars come in three unbelievable flavors. You have chocolate peanut butter. You have chocolate coconut. And you have white chocolate berry. You want to try all three? All three flavors, you can. You can get a mixed box at built.com right now. Personally, I love granola bars. I love the puffs. Uh, I talk a lot about the puffs, but I also love granola bars before the puffs existed because they were the first ever protein infused marshmallow. I mostly had granola bars and I really like them. 
and it's great. Like you want to get something like chocolate peanut butter. Peanut butter, best flavor for a granola bar. What I want you to do is go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And you can get the built granola bars now. So we have an important favor to ask of you guys. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey, and uh, you'll be able to fill out that survey. And to get started, it won't take very long. Everyone that completes the survey uh, will have a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Once again, take advantage of this audience survey. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. And thanks, everyone, for your help. So now let's continue our player reviews on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We got Andrew Ladd coming in uh, on this one, acquired over the offseason in a trade from the New York Islanders. And I think that was under cap dump trade where the Coyotes didn't give anything up and said the Islanders like, we'll give you a second round pick. Yeah. Was it a second round pick? Uh... I could pull that up to make sure. Because it was a fun trade. It was a second round pick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a player who you and I discussed possibly not even playing with the Coyotes this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did go on to have a pretty good year. Uh, finished with seven goals, five assists, 12 points in 51 games. You know, not great, but pretty good. I mean... We like outside of the expectation that he wasn't going to play. Um, yeah. like we said, if he is going to play, he's going to be like a bottom six forward. Um, because like we just ha- don't have very many expectations for him, and he just can just fill a depth role, and that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure he definitely provided a veteran presence. Like Andrew Ladd has been around the league quite a bit. He hit the 1,000 game mark uh, with the Coyotes. Currently has 1,001, which is pretty cool. Uh, currently has 550 points, so another big mark. So nice veteran guy. Um, he did sustain quite a few injuries, especially t- towards the end of the year. So I am not really sure how healthy is going to be, but he's currently signed for one more year and the Coyotes get an extra pick if he plays a game. Exactly. <laughs> that is, that is true. He does. He, uh, what is what, what is that extra one? A third? A third I think so, next yeah. year, I think. Something like that. It is absolutely insane, you know, following through all those and seeing how, uh, how all that works. But yeah, Andrew Ladd again, one, one more year on that contract. I think he, like you said too, he, he put in that veteran presence um, for the team, um, maybe his kind of play style, someone that, uh, um, worked pretty well, uh, pretty well alongside, uh, um, Liam O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, where he worked well. I feel like they were, you know, like, you know, pretty good, you know, working with each other on that one. And like, uh, yeah, I think I, I, I like to me, I think, uh, Lad 
uh, met expectations. Yeah, absolutely met expectations. Um, to me, that's kind of uh, a C player. That is a C player. Um, I was thinking right around that because I was thinking he was average, wasn't standout, but he was definitely average. And what is an average grade? A C. So, yeah. um, which is again not bad, not bad at all. I think he um, definitely feels like he can prove something again, as if he can battle battle through his injuries in this um, in this last year of this. Uh, how long was that contract? Is that seven year contract? Yeah, that was a seven year contract signed by the Islanders. Um, so like. And it, again, it was a cap dump, so like it was really just there for a reason. And um, and just to think about, just to think about this, Carl, like how much room the Coyotes are going to have in like the let's say twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, right? When like yeah, a lot of the contracts are cleared up, like the big like the the weighed weighed down contracts. And it's like, oh wait, <laughs> they got room, they got stuff to do. Yeah, I mean, like, definitely, like, one of the things that uh, really stood out about Bill Armstrong's acquisitions was he acquired a lot of players who aren't going to be sticking around. And, uh, I mean, it's not great for us, like, who are trying to, like, predict the team in the next couple years, but it's, you know, great for the flexibility of the organization. It is, you know, um, because it, it, it gives them, I, I think... I was thinking in the idea, and we're, of course, we're not talking. We're not talking about management right now, but that will be later on. But I can just, you know, briefly put preview on that. It will give them that flexibility for when it's time to emerge from the rebuild and actually pay your players, and maybe you try to convince a superstar to come into town. Um, uh, I mean, the the good thing about a lot of the players the Coyotes are going to be relying on uh, those entry level contracts real cheap uh so even if you like give the payday right away which if the coyotes can get players that deserve the payday right away that's great love that but you know like you still have plenty of time before things get really expensive exactly and by then hopefully there'll be a new arena uh so you can get that money to pay the players oh yeah no that is the big one right there because uh you know that's all we're that's all we're hoping for, right? That they, um, I mean, if it does happen, that is you're 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 bound to, they're they're bound to rebound on on financial situation pretty fast in our in our mind at least. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so just a call back to the first segment. Uh, yeah, fill out a comment card. Go to the meeting today. Absolutely, it will be important. That will be absolutely important. But once again, um, Andrew Ladd. Um, I wouldn't say impressive, but it's like not bad. Yeah. And that's why we said C. We both agreed on that one. Um, he's been around for a long time, too. I was looking at his first contract signed in 2011 from the Atlanta Thrashers. Like I said, 1,000 games. Uh, like, it's an impressive career. Like, I, I do want to make sure to give all the respect to the world to Andrew Ladd. Like I said, we didn't even expect him to play. Yep. He showed up, and he gets a C. Um, so great for him. And once again, all he needs to do is like to uh, to make us happy is just to play one game next season, just one. <laughs> yeah. 
Just one. That's all we need. Uh, does it? Do you think it happens? I think it happens. I mean, honestly, like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, he he dealt with quite a few injuries at the end, but he also seems like a player who, like, will give it his all. I can see him kind of finishing a season with the Coyotes um, or, like, going as far as he can until he, like, actually gets hurt. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But either way, that could potentially be good for Arizona. Yeah, absolutely. Any, anyways, though, we still got more to get to on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We're going to get to a player who joined the Coyotes at, uh, well, halfway through, about halfway through the year, a little over halfway through the year. We're going to Nick Ritchie in just a moment. But first, a quick word from sponsors. So now let's get to Nick Ritchie. Carl, um, he got he joined yes. in uh, how many games in this season? Like what? He joined in the late Feb- in late February. Yes, uh, he played twenty four games with the Coyotes, had ten goals, four assists. Uh, found himself or started the season with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Came over in the Ilya Labushkin trade, uh, and honestly, he really impressed me. Uh, Something that we talked about before the the show. I was lobbying for him to be like a spotlit player, but he didn't have the full season. But what little I saw, I thought was very impressive. Yeah, you know, I think um, he's definitely showed potential uh, of being a top player, and I think he, um, you know, you know, stick, you know, like, you know, sticking around. I think he can really help out the Arizona Coyotes. He's got another year. Um, another year of a con of the uh of his contract um yeah one more year at 2.5 mil um see so he, he can continue to prove what he's you know what he's worth on that one and i think he's like he proved it in less than half a season with their like a like a quarter of a season with uh with arizona um a full year can really help he's like maybe even prove that he can be top six in some way i I know for sure he's top nine but i mean i see him as kind of like a middle six guy but that's still like quite a bit that's it we can say top nine then yeah top top nine. nine uh but he's only 26 he's still quite young uh he's not much older than michael munting who uh you know <laughs> really found his stride uh <laughs> Nick Ritchie can't can't win the Calder though. Like like uh <laughs> No, no, he cannot because he has been in the league uh with you know longtime division rival, former division rival Anaheim Ducks. I, I remember watching the Coyotes play against Richie. I never really liked it. And like the little time he spent with Arizona, I thought he looked really good. Uh, I thought he was one of the few players to really step up after Keller got hurt too. Mm-hmm. Like Towards the I end, think, it was. I, I think was he was small. like he was getting like a point per game during that period, wasn't he? Like close to at least close to that. I mean, yeah, he finished with like fourteen points in twenty-four games, so like quite a few stretches where uh, finished uh, with goals in his last two. But he definitely like had a good season. Ah. An, un- an unlikely hero because you know we didn't like. 
like when the Coyotes first acquired uh, Nick Ritchie, I think I had a pretty low expectations. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, you're giving up a top defenseman, you know, in, in Labushkin, but like a Coyote's top defenseman at least. But <laughs> a Coyote's top defenseman, which is not saying a lot. Yeah. I was going to say, like, second-pairing at best defenseman Ilya Labushkin, although he definitely had, like, a good run in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shame it didn't carry over into the postseason uh, or just, you know, that whole thing in general. Um, But, yeah, I I think we have Richie around. Uh, I think he's going to be a a good addition. I – Look forward to seeing what he could do with like a full training camp with like you know, line mates with learning the coach's style. Like that could be big. We can you know expect another good year from him. Hopefully, just because what what else was part of that deal? Because I think there was there's another bit to it. I can't remember what it was a bit to that. Uh... Oh, it's Carter uh, Carter Hutton, right? Oh yeah, Carter Hutton, but he stayed in Tucson. Because they loaned him back to the organization, uh, because his uh, I think his wife was either pregnant or just giving birth. It was a heartwarming story. Yeah, something like that. And I was thinking, like I was, I was thinking to myself, like, what was it? What was it? It was that. That's what it was. Um, uh, there's also a conditional draft pick. So, what was that condition? Uh, the Coyotes will have their pick of. The Leafs' third round choice in 2023, or second round pick in 2025. So that's a fun one. Interesting. Oh, also, um, should mention uh, Ryan Dezingle was also involved in that trade. Oh, that's right. Oh, Harden was part of a different trade. Ryan Dezingle was part of that. That's what it was. I was like, yeah. I I had forgotten he was still with the Coyotes at that point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I like. I was thinking like, who was like? Okay, was Ryan? Dez- like, I forgot Ryan Dezingle was a Coyote. <laughs> That's a not a good sign. No, no, it's not. But that'll be a different uh, depth episode, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Anyways, though, we are out of time on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. Actually, wait, did we put a save a grade? Uh, we did not. Oh, no. we need to. Uh, no. I was closing uh, out. We didn't even get a grade. Uh, B minus. B minus. I'm going to give him a C plus. C plus. All right. Finish the close. All right. Anyways, thanks again, everyone, for listening to this episode of Locked On Case. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe. If you have yet to already, we're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes, on Instagram at Locked On Coyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlock is Carl Pavlock FFH. Interact with us, ask a question you might have. We might interact right back on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. And once again, a reminder, everyone, if you if you have yet to already, um, and if you want to, submit your comment card before noon. And we will also have a reaction afterwards of what of, of how things went down at the meeting. 
So be sure to check out um, what the show has got going after that. Once again, thanks everyone for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.